In today's Live Treasured podcast, Finding Healthy Friendships So You Can Flourish, Part 1. Christmas to you. I pray that you are enjoying all of the season and in the busyness of getting ready for that day that you are taking time for yourself. Maybe having a cup of tea by your Christmas tree at night. And I pray that you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. Today, we're going to be um, starting a two-part series as we dive into what I call one of the most beautiful gems inside of the Christmas story, and that is the friendship of Mary and Elizabeth to talk about healthy, close, intimate, biblical friendship. Now, this topic is so important to me. I'm very um, into teaching about this topic, and that's because one of the most traumatic experiences of my life, one of the biggest mistakes that I ever made was getting involved in a very unhealthy friendship. And after that experience, it's really when I began to learn about my coping mechanism of codependency, my idolatry of man, and God began to lead me through that transformative season where he literally changed my life through the power of God's word as I made room for the Holy Spirit to speak to me um, through his word. And one of the things that God taught me about was what it unhealthy friendship is and what a healthy friendship is, and then how to find it. And so that is exactly what I'm going to be talking about in today's podcast. We're going to be talking about the characteristics of a healthy friendship, and then next week I'm going to be giving you um, the steps that you can take on biblically how we can find this inside of our life. You know, we can have a lot of acquaintances and still feel very lonely. I mean, this is why I started the Treasure Tribe after 20 years in women's ministry. I felt lonely and I saw that I wasn't the only one and I recognized really a need for a safe space for women to really be authentic with each other, to walk together in their faith journey um, and really to be encouraged with daily truth uh, and a tribe by their side. And that's why I started the Treasured Tribe. And before I get into today's content, um, I do have an announcement to make from now until January 7th. We are giving a special coupon code, PODCAST30, PODCAST30, and we'll have that in the show show notes as well. If you are interested in joining the Treasured Tribe, and uh, we are in that time in the new year where we're getting ready to dive into uh, January, right? And in January, inside of the Treasure Tribe, we always begin with walking through the 21-day challenge together. The 21-day challenge 
uh, teaches you uh, our grace-based daily approach to transform your life through the power of God's word with the Nourish Method. And it also helps you to get back into that routine of daily time in God's word. And you know, it's only natural in our culture of crazy calendars to get kicked out of that routine of spending time in God's word. And when this happens, we start running on fumes instead of God's fire. Can you guys relate? You know, and and the enemy of your soul loves this, right? Because he knows that you're designed for daily dependence on God to experience that victory and to live with a nourished heart. And a lot of times he'll get us so busy doing good things. You know, because he doesn't want us to pull away from the hustle and spend time in God's presence so we can plug into his power, you know, and he'll stop at nothing to isolate us so that we feel alone in our faith journey so that we live discouraged instead of encouraged. And you know what? At Treasure Ministries, we say no more to this. This is why we designed uh, the Treasure Tribe. It's, you know, everything that you need to study God's word and a supportive community to cheer you on all in one place. This past year, we have developed our very own social media platform. So we, I I should say it's like an online community. So we are away from Facebook. We're away from all of that stuff, right? So because I wanted a place where women could be real, where you could really post, you know, your true prayer request with how you are feeling, right? And, uh, and to get that support. And so that was one of the steps that we took. We're grateful to uh, our generous donors that, that were able to help us develop that. If you're listening, thank you so much. Um, and and so, so we have our own social media community. Um, you get the Nourish Notebook. We've now made the Nourish Notebook in a printable version. We do that especially because we have a lot of international friends that are joining us. And so, you know, shipping is like crazy expensive international. And sometimes it's, you know, just not reliable. So, so we did that. And in the new year, we're going to be kicking off with that 21-day challenge, right, to, to get you started um, in, back into that routine. It's going to teach you how to develop that rhythm again, that daily rhythm. We're going to teach you uh, the Nourish Method, our grace-based daily approach to transform your life through the power of God's Word. So if you're interested in joining us, just take these three easy steps. And again, between now and January 7th, we're giving you 30% off. Now, you might be asking, well, why do you charge for Treasure Tribe membership? I'll tell you why. We have found that if you have a small buy-in to something, it increases your participation. And really, um, We are grateful for our donors because our donors allow this to make the Treasure Tribe very affordable. The membership dues don't um, cover all the costs for Treasure Tribe membership, but they do provide a way for every woman to personally invest in her spiritual journey. And we believe really that that's one of the keys 
um, to you really grabbing hold of uh, of that experience. So if you are interested, if you're ready to thrive with daily truth and a tribe by your side, and by the way, one of the things that we do are online Zoom gatherings weekly. And so once a week, um, you can connect with me uh, on a Zoom call and other women across uh, across the country, really across the world, and uh, and study God's word inside of community. So, and lots of other benefits, which you can read about. But if you're interested, just take these easy steps. Go to our website and click on the blue blood. <laughs> okay, let me try again. Go to our website and click on the blue button that says join the treasure tribe. Next, you want to sign up for Treasure Tribe membership and you'll receive your Nourish Notebook. And remember, put in that coupon code PODCAST30 and you'll get 30% off. And then check your inbox for your welcome email. And inside of that email, we're going to give you a starting video and everything else that you need to get started. All right. So, um, Come and join us. Come and join us. All right. So speaking of community and joining us, let's dive into today's topic. We're going to be diving into uh, the first chapter of Luke, um, looking at a precious part of the Christmas story, and that is the friendship between Mary and Elizabeth. And uh, and what I want to say to you uh, just from the get-go is that when God calls you to a purpose, he will also give you divine connections, okay? Because you cannot carry your purpose. You cannot, you know, do this Christian life without close connections, without close connections, okay? And so God has a divine friendship for you. And inside of our uh scripture today, which is in the book of Luke, um, starting with verse 35, we see that God had an ordained divine friendship uh, for Mary, that um, God called Mary, you know, uh, through the angel, he came to Mary and he's like, guess what? You're going to have my son. I mean, you know, I can't think of, I, I mean, you know, that would just blow anybody away. And I want to ask you a question. What is God birthing in your heart for 2022? And do you have a close connection that you can carry that calling with? And, you know, it could be inside of your parenting. I mean, maybe you're starting out homeschooling this year, or it could be that you're entering into a new season in motherhood and you have no idea what you're doing, and you just need someone to walk alongside you, maybe it is that you are ready to start something new in a business venture in 2022. And when we have those crazy callings from our God, and when I say crazy, I just mean that they're beyond our ability, which that's always a good thing, right? Because that makes you lean on God. Part of God's provision uh, for Mary was the Holy Spirit, but it was also the connection of a close, intimate friend. Um, So the angel comes to Mary, 
And she's, and Mary says, how is this going to happen, right? How am I going to, you know, birth uh, God's son? Um, I'm a virgin. And in verse 35, it says, the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby will be born holy and he will be called the Son of God. What's more? See, and this is so important for us to look at the what's more because we often focus on um, the power of the Holy Spirit and how Mary did this through the Holy Spirit. And we all say yes and amen. But what about the second part? The angel says, what's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month for nothing is impossible with God. See, God not only gave Mary the provision of the Holy Spirit to carry out her calling, he gave her a partnership and a close connection uh, with Elizabeth. And that's because you cannot carry your calling without connection. And this doesn't have to be like a big business idea or ministry or whatever. I'm talking about walking through um, the healing of uh, divorce. If your husband's left, you're walking through life. You cannot do it without those close connections. And so God provides this powerful friendship. And, you know, what's interesting inside of this friendship, and just to look at the way that God ordains things and designs things and orchestrates things, is that Elizabeth was barren. She had John the Baptist, but she was barren, very old when she had him and couldn't become pregnant for a long time. So not only was she having John the Baptist, which was instrumental into uh, the, the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, but her pregnancy was one of those supernatural, uh, God could only do it kind of things. And so, um, so God was orchestrating this and he was putting Mary with Elizabeth, somebody else that was um, experiencing that impossible birth inside of her life. And the first piece of encouragement that I want to give you, because there might be an Elizabeth out here listening, that you've been praying for something and you haven't seen it come to pass. And, you know, sometimes the holy pauses in our life between a promise that God gives us and it's coming to see it at pass. Sometimes the holy pause is a long, long time, but there's always purpose in the pause. And God used this pause for so many reasons in Elizabeth's life, one of which that he knew that Mary would need a friend that would understand this supernatural God inspired, God-equipping, only God could do it, pregnancy. Um, And so then, while God provided this provision for Mary, she had to be proactive, right? She had to respond to that prompting, and Mary was. It says, Mary responded, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you said about me come true. And then the angel left her. 
Um, A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country. I love that. She didn't waste time. As soon as God said, I've got a girlfriend for you, she didn't hesitate. She hurried. Um, And you know, sometimes we hesitate, right? Because we don't feel like we're worthy to have friends. We're we're not proactive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit um, because we're afraid of rejection. And I can certainly identify with that. Definitely inside of my life, in my past, fear of rejection, number one, probably fears snakes and sharks, number two. But anyway, I digress. So, but Mary didn't hesitate. She hurried. Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea to the town where Zachariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. So the first part, the first thing that I want you to see inside of this story and the first characteristic of a God, um, uh, just a healthy biblical friendship, is that it is ordained and designed and orchestrated by God. See, Mary was going to need a very special friendship. The Bible doesn't say, but I'm kind of thinking in this time, right, where she was going to be pregnant before she was married to Joseph, uh, you know, who who knows what her parents thought? Who knows maybe what other people were thinking? I don't know um, if she was showing or whatever. But, you know, have you ever walked through something that you knew that God was taking you through and you felt like nobody understood, right? Can you imagine coming up to somebody and saying, sharing what is going on. Guess what? I am birthing this. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, he lives within all of us. And he's birthing callings right now. And you know what? There is somebody out there that will get you, that will understand your God-ordained calling. God will give you a friendship And what I want you to see is that it was ordained and designed and orchestrated by God. And so the first thing is, you know, with healthy friendships, that we really need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Number one, we need to move to those promptings when the Holy Spirit nudges us. Let go of your fear of rejection. You know, the enemy will use that. And you might think, I don't have anything worthy to give in this friendship or whatever. Or, you know, I mean, Mary could have thought, what if Elizabeth, like what? Like Elizabeth was her elder. Like what? is she going to think about me, you know? But because she had that word from the Lord, she moved on it and and she hurried, see? And so, so um, you know, unhealthy friendships, I, you know, in that unhealthy friendship, God was, I was having all these red flags, right? But I, I didn't pay attention to them. Now, I am the Lord, you know, when he gave me that sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, as I started spending time in God's word every day, and now it's beautiful to see how God has um, ordained and orchestrated 
to connect me with these close friends that I have inside of my life. So the first thing is, is that it's ordained, designed, and orchestrated by God. Let's, um, let's read on inside of our scripture. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, the second thing is, is that, you know, the Bible makes it so clear. We're to be a ministry to everybody, unbelievers, but your close, intimate friends, they need to be Christ followers too, right? I mean, and the reality, they're, they're just not going to understand, you know, why you're walking the way that you're walking. And I'm not saying that you can't minister to other people, you should be doing that and building relationships with them. But your close, intimate connections and, you know, for the sake of our conversation, the intimacy that I'm talking about is an emotional intimacy. It's not physical intimacy, obviously, because we're talking about friendship. But, you know, the second thing is, is that it's important that you're both walking together. And there's lots of scriptures uh, about that. You need people um, that are going to not only love you where you are, but also inspire you on your faith journey. And that can only happen uh, when you both love God and love his word and and just, you know, want to run after God with, with all that you have. Um, the next thing that I want you to see about this, and this is so important inside of healthy biblical friendships, is that there's interdependency here. Now, what does interdependency mean? Interdependency means to me, I do not lose my identity inside of community. Now here, we see that Elizabeth was very happy for Mary. Um, they both had important, vital callings, and they were both different. And Elizabeth didn't latch on to Mary. Elizabeth knew her own calling, and Mary did too. Elizabeth didn't try to control Mary. or They, they didn't get enmeshed with each other. And, you know, from my codependent days, I mean, I would get in a friendship and get enmeshed. In other words, my focus was so different. It was wanting everybody to like me that I lost myself inside of that. And in order to regain that, I had to go through a season where I didn't have a lot, um, didn't have a lot of very, very close friends, and spent this season, it was after that um, friendship, which was very traumatic inside of my life. I like to tell people I spent a season on the ark where it was really me and the Lord, you know, and getting grounded again in intimacy with him, understanding my coping mechanism of codependency, which is really idolatry. I mean, it's idolatry of man, you know? So for all of you that are like, that's not in the Bible. It is. It's idolatry of man, okay? So, but owning that and walking through that and getting free from that, that there was a season where my intimacy was with God and God just took that to a new level. And then there was one day, I like to say it like when Noah, you know, the floods receded and 
God opens up the door to the ark and, you know, tells Noah to, to get out. And for me, you know, and, and I always look at that story and say, you know, I used to think the most courageous thing Noah did was build that ark, but now I really believe that it was getting out of the ark, right? Because, you know, when you've built your life around something or you've been in this season for so long, when God opens up that door, when he did for me and said, it's time for you to put yourself out there and to invest in others and to, um, you know, you can have these healthy friendships and let go of the fear uh, from that traumatic experience. So when God opened the door, um, I had had that season of intimacy with God where I understood and discovered who he created me to be. I understood identity way much more than I did before. Before, I would continue to get lost inside of community. And a lot of women that I talk to in their older age, they they don't know who they are because... The enemy has been pulling you around, telling you you've got to please this person and all of that. And so that's where your focus has been. And so you get lost. But in healthy community, we understand who we are and the role that we have to play. And we don't compete with one another. We don't try to control one another. We let other people play their role. I'd like to talk about it like a chord in a a musical chord, right? That we all know our note to play. And that healthy biblical community means that we all play together. And when we sound our notes together, it creates this this beautiful harmony. So interdependency means I don't lose my identity inside of my community. One of my own personal guidelines that the Holy Spirit has given me for close intimate friendships is if somebody is a boundary pusher and everybody does that a little bit, you know, like sometimes I'll do that with my husband. Like if he's anyway, everybody is a boundary pusher, but if somebody consistently does it, I will love that person, but they will not be my close intimate friend. And that's because the Lord has given me that guardrail because of my past coping mechanism of codependency. I'll love them. I will love them. Love on them. But as far as the close connection, that's not somebody that's healthy for me personally. All right. The next thing that I want you to see is that it was intimate. And again, I'm talking, I'm not talking about physical intimacy. I'm talking about Mary could be herself. Elizabeth could be herself. And they loved and accepted each other. Mary could talk about her crazy pregnancy situation. And Elizabeth would champion and support her. Elizabeth, you know, Uh, was also the recipient of having a sisterhood as she walked through this supernatural birth that she was experiencing. And I'm telling you, God has somebody out there like that for you. 
there's somebody in my life that I, um, you know, when I talk to her, I can be completely real. I can tell her about my dark and stormy. I can tell her about the ridiculous, irrational way the enemy tried to trigger me. I can tell her about um, the big dreams that God has put in my heart for Treasured Ministries. And 100%, she points me to the truth. 100%, she loves me. And there's power in that. You know why? One, when you're carrying that calling from God or when you're doing like a huge step, like maybe it's a huge step of forgiveness that you have to take, right? That, like you need somebody to carry your calling with. You need somebody to carry out this Christian life with. It's not easy, right? So it's a special gift. Also, when you can expose and confess, you know, like when I was talking to my friend, I told her about over Thanksgiving, this happened, and I knew it was irrational, emotional, and it was a trigger. And then I walked through how pulling back in worship, you know, took away the sting of the trigger, and I was able to just you know, focus on God. That's not through my power. That's through the power of the Holy Spirit. But but I was able to say this to her and how crazy it was. And you know what happens? It, when you bring it in the light like that, it takes away the power. It really does. And the other thing is you have that person to hold you accountable. In James chapter 5, it says, confess your sins to one another and you will be healed. And I think that, to me, one of the biggest parts of that is that when you tell somebody else about your struggle or maybe a part of your past that you feel ashamed about or whatever, it takes away the power the enemy held over you by telling you to keep it quiet. Now, your story, your struggles... Your God-given purpose that is so crazy big, that is a pearl. It is. And it is not meant for everybody. And don't cast your pearls before swine. All right? See, when I was in codependency, it was like I was an open book before everybody and I wanted to be close to everybody. Um, You need to have discernment with that. All right? And God has ordained that. And if the Holy Spirit has prompted you, right, they're ordained, then you be open with that person and be that person that can be open with you. Keep confidences, you know. Don't judge. Listen. Point others to truth, all right? The next is that love and acceptance. And we see that there, that Elizabeth is just so filled with joy. Um, for Verse 42, Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me when I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. 
Isn't that beautiful? You are blessed. And so, so what's beautiful about this is just the love that's there. You know, Mary put herself out there and Elizabeth responded with love and acceptance. And, you know, part of love is really having friends that tell us the truth. I mean, you know, my good friends tell me when I've got spinach in my teeth, right? My good friends point me back to the truth because they want me to grow. And so that's a part of it. But in that atmosphere of acceptance, that is a beautiful thing. That's how we find strength to flourish. And the last thing is that I want you to see about this that I think is so important. And in our social media saturated world where we have, you know, how many likes did we get and how many followers do we have, we seem to look at friendships as I'm valuable if I have a lot. But the truth about it is, is that, you know, a lot of women, they might be in a big environment with a lot of people. Like I said, I was in women's ministry for 20 years around women all the time, and I felt alone. And, you know, when that happens, when you're around a lot of people and you still feel alone, that's a that was like a very hollow feeling for me. But here's what I see inside of the Word of God, that these close friendships, it's not for everybody. It's for a few. It's for a few. First of all, you have to have enough time. You know, it takes a lot of time to invest in people and to be that friend. And so, you know, we don't have enough time to be like close and intimate like this with everybody inside of our life, right? And, you know, God didn't tell Elizabeth, go to, you know, this huge group or whatever. He gave her one friend. And I want you to start looking at friendships in this light. It's not about chasing everybody. It's about chasing and pursuing those friendships who God has called you to pursue. Now, next week, I'm going to be talking about, we're going to go back to this passage, and I'm going to be talking about how how you do this, right? Like we've talked about what healthy biblical friendships is. Number one, it's ordained, designed, and orchestrated by God. Number two, it's interdependent. It's intimate in an environment where you have love and acceptance, and it's not for everybody. It's not. It's just for um, a few. So next week, we're going to be talking about um, how, what you need to invest to have that friendship. Because here again, even though, um, you know, this connection that Mary had with Elizabeth was only possible because of Mary's choice to be proactive instead of passive to the Holy Spirit's prompts or pushing love away. And so, you know, while God calls us to develop deep friendships, we've got to choose to cultivate those friendships through investment. Investment of, you're like, what? Well, 
listen to our podcast next week. You know what? I have so enjoyed revisiting this material. And I can tell you, based on my personal experience, that God has beautiful, wonderful friendships waiting just for you. And if you're feeling lonely and isolated, you know what? That is the very um, inspirational point where you can press into God and ask Him to give you those special friendships designed just for you. And hey, if you want to come and study God's Word with me, connect with me once a week on our Zoom call, I would love for you to do that. Visit our website, sign up for the Treasure Tribe, and make sure you use the coupon code PODCAST30 to get 30% off. Have a great day making merry for Merry Christmas, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.